0: He says, I beseech you, I beseech you, therefore brethren, by, he says, I beseech you, to use a more understandable word, would say, I beg you. I beg you, I beg you, I entreat you, I beg you. Now this is one of the few places in scripture where this word is employed to communicate a message. He says, I beseech you, I beg you. Therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, yeah? That, number one, that you present your, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Number one, says, I beg you, present your bodies to God. I beg you, right? That's the first thing he asks, present your bodies to God. Number two, first, so this is what we'll do, all right? you play just 15 minutes just to get me in the groove and then you can relax. And then when we have the second part of the service, you can start playing, I'll tell you, okay? Yeah, just 10, 15 minutes and then you can chill. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable. Verse 2. And, so you still beseech Right? And do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God let's amplify it Sans, you have amplified there? or you threw it away <laughs> which one is it <laughs> or oh, you got another one Is amplified? You have amplified? Verse 2. Read verse 1. Who's hearing you here? Yeah? Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God. Then read verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, yeah? Yeah? So do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial, in other words, not real, superficial values and customs, traditions, yeah? But be transformed progressively progressively changed as you, as you mature spiritually so he says do not be conformed now let's find out what conformed means right Mike do you think What's the Greek word? Don't lie. (laughs) 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 Siske. Siske matizo. Yeah. (laughs) Siske matizo. Yeah? What does Siske matizo mean? What does it mean? It comes from somewhere, it's a derivative. So it's two words actually. Right? So it comes from the word called what? Yeah? Nope. It comes from the word called sin. All right? Two words it's it's formed for. Sin. Sin refers to a process of association. All right? And then it comes from another Greek word. schema, which means fashions, or the, the habits developed in a society. Alright? The habits, the habits developed in a, the fashion. So, you could read it, do not be fashioned to this do not be fashioned to this World, you see that you see that do not be do not adopt the standards, the fashion in this world, the world that means age, all right, means age, means an aeon. So, in every dispensation or in every generation, there are certain. Consistent fashions, standards, like Amplified said, superficial customs that are set. And he said, and he was writing this because he knew that the age in which he lived in, there were certain things that were done there that would not be done in every other age. So he, he says, make sure that in whatever age you are living in, in whatever dispensation a yon you are living in. He says, don't conform. Don't conform to this world. Here's a question we must ask. What are the consequences that come with conformation to this world? Are they consequences? Are there repercussions? Are there dangers? Hmm. What are they? Because it means there is something in this world that is not right. Something in this age that would destroy anybody, especially those who answer to a different will. their potential to live for God. So he says, don't conform. Don't. Mm. He says, because you will not be able to prove the will of God. So this this tells us something, that people or those of us who do not understand the will of God, for them individually, or unable to prove the will of God, must in some areas of their lives conform to the aid. Because he says, us not conforming to the world will enable us to prove, to accurately scan, diagnose the will of God for our lives. So the the ability to discern the will of God comes from what? you not conforming to the world the inability to discern it comes from what conformity so conformity to the world is an endangerment to the discovery of god's will number one number two to the execution of god's will so it is difficult for a man who has conformed to the standards of the world to Design God's will, and execute it. So, there seems, according to our reading, there seems to be a mechanism that is operational in the age that, that, that destroys the functionaries responsible to discern the will of God. Yet, the will of God is the most important thing To an individual's existence on earth, your existence on earth today is because of the will of God. God willed that. Oh, uh, revelations. You can switch that on for me, Chris. I'm burning. Revelations don't take long to burn. Bible says he makes his angels ministers of fire. So every servant of God, his servants are ministers of fire. So if a man does not burn, you must question his validity. <laughs> Jesus said, "Jesus said, John was a what? A burning and a shining light. The man burned. He was a burning and a shining light. Anyways, (laughs) we there? Here, I, I, I want us to use King James. All right? You know, newer iterations of the King James." Tend to want to make uh, the Bible or the translation readable to make it easier to understand. But what that does is that many times it defeats the purpose of the the Spirit in a scripture. You see, God didn't write the Bible so that you can read it easier in English. So newer iterations of the Bible tend to do that. And in doing so, they they remove entirely the flavor of the spirit. So we have more of man's nuances than the spirit of God. So it's important that you have you have both. You learn to maneuver between the two. Alright? Are we there? Uh, Revelation chapter number 4 Revelation chapter number 4 we'll grab it with King James you can grab it whatever translation you want but I prefer King James for for this alright verse 9 chapter 4 and when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him who sat or that sat on the throne, who liveth forever, the 24 elders. Now, if if there's a class of beings that know about God, it has to be those that are closest to him. They may not know him personally, but being involved in the operations of God in creation must give these beings a certain uh, peculiar knowledge about God that ordinary mortals may not have. Because they've been so long with God. So they under- there are certain things they understand about, about why God does what he does. What, what The things that he does. So he said the 24 elders did what? They fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power and power for thou, Maskezi, for thou hast created all things. For thou hast created all. Who has created? God. Right? And, yeah. And by? And for thy pleasure they are and were created. Notice, he didn't say were. He didn't say. He said are. Because anything that was or was has stopped to give God pleasure. So the things that are and were created, he says they exist for one purpose. For one purpose they exist. What's the purpose? He says everything, everything that is, or was ever created, he says its primary purpose for existence was to give God pleasure. You see, New King James doesn't say that. New King James says, by your will. You see, he says, by your will. Even though it's right, it's not communicating what it should communicate. So he says, by, by thy pleasure, for your pleasure. They are and were created. So you are alive today for the purpose of what? Giving God pleasure. The will of God. The will of God is why you are alive. Do you hear what I said to you? The will of God is why you are alive. Is why you exist. God willed you into existence. So, the most important thing for a man to live for is the will of God. The most important thing for a man to live for is the will of God. Not your will. God has not made allocations in your existence for you to live on your own terms. So what happens is that Satan erects a system. He establishes a way of living that is contrary to God. And in that system, it becomes impossible for a man to... To discern and execute the will of God. Because that system by its nature is rebellious. I told you, the Bible talks about the mystery of Babylon. He says, he that was and is and yet shall be. It's a mystery. he He was referring to Babylon in the spirit. Remember, he says he took me into the spirit to show me. So the nature of this system is Babylonic. Babylonic, Babylonic is the characteristic of rebellion. Remember Nimrod, Nimrod was the first king of Babylon. He's the one that charged the greatest rebellion, one of the greatest rebellion in civilization. Against who? Against God. Against Cain, some people think Cain. It's not Cain. Cain built a city, not a kingdom. And it was, it was the first petty of a city that was void of the presence of God. The Bible says, and when Cain departed from the presence of God, he built a city. So the world, the system, is void of the presence of God. There is nothing in the world that would make you find God. You can't find God in the world. You can't. Even, even Moses couldn't find God in Egypt. So he says, do not be conformed. In other words, do not adopt the philosophies of this world. See, the prob- here's the problem with many Christians. Because we have not yet discovered... The principles we have not disca- yet discovered. The culture, the customs of the kingdom. We we tend to substitute our lack of zeal to discover for what the world offers. Today, churches are bringing in the world into the church to become more. They say, more what? More relatable." more attractive. How do you attract the world? By the world's tools. So he says, do not be conformed. Because if you conform, this this is this is how this is the litmus test. Do you know the will of God for your life? Are, are you well acquainted with the will of God in your life for you? That means your systems are compromised. That's why you can't discern. You are compromised. So the will of God is not known to you because you have. Something in you that is friends with the world. The Bible says friendship with the world is enmity against God. So your relationship with the world affects or can affect your execution of the will of God. Philosophy is important. It's important. And that's why many Christians are useless for, to God. They're useless. Christians by name, but they are useless. God can use them to terrorize satanic establishments. Why? Because the first place of utility is understanding the will of God. Look at look at and really this is not what I'm talking about I want to talk to you about. look at Saul. Saul was told what to do but because he had no understanding of the will of God he failed. Why did what why did Saul fail? We all said, he failed because he did not fully do what God said he must do. Really, it wasn't that he did not do it. It's that he did not understand. He did not understand where the command was coming from. Because the command was issuing forth from somewhere. So Saul was not well-knowledged, well-informed about why God wanted him to entirely destroy Amalek. This thing stemmed from the wars of Moses. The walls of Joshua. God says, I swear by my name. I will obliterate Amalek. In every generation, he says, I will hunt them down. So Saul failed to become a weapon in the hand of God. Because he did not understand why God wanted him to entirely destroy Amalek. God was after a spirit that was embodied in a people. So even the offerings he offered to God would not suffice. The first time David wanted to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to the city of David, he was so excited that he, he built, he built, he built a carriage for it. Took cows, the best cows. Was the intention wrong? No. Two cows, they went to go take the Ark of the Covenant back from the land of the Philistines. On their way, something happened that exposed the error of David. The error of his intentions. That exposed him. The Bible says, the wheel cut hit a rock and the Ark was about to fall. And then said, one man tried to catch the Ark, Uzziah. And then he says, when it did that, it said the, the wrath of God was killed and God killed him. God killed a man for trying to save his ark. He, the symbol of his presence to his people. He killed a man for trying to handle it. So what, what, what the man was trying to what? To keep it from falling. He died for doing a right thing, a good thing, not a right thing. Because good does not mean right. He died died. and it offended David. He left the ark for three months in the house of Obed-Edom. When the ark was left there, the Bible says the Lord prospered Obed-Edom. The the same ark invoked the death of another, was blessing the household of another. Why? Why? Because when you, when you, look, when you read that, that story, it looks, it looks odd. It looks like God is operating out of character. It's not out of character. It's because David did not understand the prescribed method of carrying the ark. There was already a set law for how the ark must be carried. The ark was only allowed to be carried by priests. And David thought that his intentions would what? Would override the set laws. That's how some of us think. The Bible says when he read the scriptures, he called everybody together said, I made a mistake. The, the heart was right, but the procedure was wrong. What was it in David that thought that he could get away with that? It was his intention. Because you, in, that's how some of us operate. You do something because you, your intentions are right. You feel like it should be accepted because your intentions are right. Not that the thing was done in a wrong way. Because we don't understand will. Yeah, but my intentions were right. You die like Uzziah. Because you didn't understand the wheel, the prescriptions in the wheel. Why? You are conformed. You are conformed. So he says, do not conform yourself to this world. This world, hey, this world is evil. Maybe you don't know it. Maybe the the, the beauties in this world is, you know, deceiving you. This world is evil. This world is evil. And listen to me. This world is, and you can do nothing about it. You, you can do nothing about it. To change the evilness in the world. The world listen, you can deal with it, you can deal with it, but it will not change the nature of this world. If, if there's anybody that had the potential to change it was Jesus, he failed. He came into the world. The world did not know him. He hated him. Hated him without a cause. What did Jesus do to them? He healed their sick, he raised their dead. They hated him. When when they brought them before Pilate, they wanted a murderer instead of Jesus. They said, "No, Barabbas, Barabbas, Barabbas. We will have this one crucified. This one." What did he do to them? For saying, "I am the Son of God." Because this world will never accept a man who understands the will of God and executes the will of God. They will never accept you. They will never. It can't. It can't because any man who understands the will of God and executes the will of God is a threat to the establishment. Is a threat to, to to the establishment. That's why the most hated institution in the whole world is church. Is the church. Is the church of. I'm not talking about Roman Catholicism. I'm not about the church. The most hated institution. Those they love are those who have formed bonds of friendship with them. says if they if they hated the lord of the house, what more you? You know why we can't be bold in this world for Jesus? It's because we have formed alliances with the Unbeknownst. And those are things that, that, that destroy the power, the operation of our faith. This world is after one thing. See, there are only two things in, 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 in the world Satan is after. Only two things. There are only two things only two things satan is after is your soul and the word everything you see everything in this world is designed to to choke those two things the soul and the word what shall it profit a man that he will gain the whole world and in other words you can't gain the world and keep your soul that he will gain the whole world and lose his soul so those who, who who are experiencing the glories of the world not the shame the glories you can be sure that they are soul. You see, it's, these two, these two can't, you, 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 you can't keep in this world. You can't keep your soul. And have the world without God. You can't, it's impossible. You, you, did you hear what I said to you? In this world, you can't keep your soul and have the world. You will lose one. If you will keep your soul you will lose the world. If you will have the world you will lose your soul. It, it's how the thing works. How you how do you lose your soul? Compromise. Compromise. This world presents us with opportunities for compromise. We must have our I'm going to watch our position near CFO. Let's meet at the lodge. above, all. Large, above all. Listen, qualification is just a distraction. If you want to rise in this world, you don't rise. You can get it. Look at Look at Look at all the scientists around the world here, in the world today. Look at all the doctors today. Allowing people to die. Knowing very well the implications of what they are doing. Why are they doing it? Compromise. You have a bigger house, you have a bigger car, you have a feather checker car. It's how the world operates. There's a certain level that no matter how qualified you are, you can't reach. You can't, you can't, you can't, unless you bow. (laughs) You bow. Look at what they did to the Tanzanian president, John Markufi. Look what they did to him. The man said, God will save Tanzania. They said, we'll show you who's who's God. We'll show you who's God. Less than six months from that statement, the, the, man, the man reported zero, zero casualties. They said, nah, 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 nah. Let's pay him a visit. Nah, 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 nah. nah. They, said they offered him $21 million. He said, no. They came again. He said no. They said all right. You don't want, to, we'll kill you. Before he was before he died, he went missing for 2 weeks. Nobody knew in his government where he was. When he came back they said no, 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 he was sick, sick and then he died. And then you know what he died of? COVID related symptoms. Yet in his country there was no COVID. how the world works. You don't side with them, they'll finish you. You know, South Africa, South Africa, as as we speak, is closed up from the whole world. Shut up from the whole world. Why is that so? You see, n- nobody will have doors to Africa if they don't pass here. Is how the world is. And he says, do not conform. Do not. He that will what? That will keep his life shall lose it. But he that shall lose his life for my sake. He shall, shall what? Shall take it up again unto eternal life. Conformity is dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Here's how you conform you know in your department that this person has stolen. Right? And here comes investigators and they ask you, do you know? You say, no, I don't know. You say that not because you don't know, but because you fear losing your job. You have compromised. You, you see, your, your, your hands are not, are not clean from the guilt that is on the person who did it. You and them are the same. See why we can't stand for God in our world? Because we have compromised. We have conformed. We we can't stand. We can't stand before corruption. We can't stand. Why? We have been, our systems have been compromised. And what does that do? What does that do? It destroys the one thing that is a bridge between you and God. Faith. Faith. You cannot live by the standards of the world and live by faith. I'll say that again. You cannot live by the standards it's fine, of the world and live by faith. It, it does not work. The two are diametrically opposed. The Bible says, you have not received the spirit which is of the world. So there is a spirit that is operating in the world. It says, But the spirit who is of God, who causes us to freely see all things which God has given us. So you cannot operate the spirit of God and the world at the same time. Can I do something? First Corinthians chapter eleven. First Corinthians chapter eleven. Are we there? Because some some of us think you know there's a middle line. There is no middle line in life. There is no middle in life. You can't be in between. You can't be in between cold and hot. You can't be in between right and wrong. You can't be in between good and evil. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter eleven, verse number. Chapter ten, sorry, chapter ten, chapter ten, verse number sixteen. be there. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? He's asking a question. Is it not? Right? Then he says, verse 21, ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and the table of devils. You can't! You can't! It doesn't work! What is of the devil is what is of this world. Did you what I said to you? What because some of you think what is of the devil is demons. That's why some of you think that when we say of the devil, you think demons. No, what is of this world is of the devil. The Bible calls him the God of this age who blinds the eyes of men. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ may shine in their hearts. Is the world. The world is a barrier, the world is a veil. love not the world I don't want to go into that because many of us are defined by the world than we are by what the word and God says about us we derive We derive our identity from the world. We judge one another based on the standards prescribed in the world. It's very difficult to live a kingdom life when you are in cahoots. And it's very difficult for you to live the faith life when you're in cahoots with the world. Let me read you something. Hebrews eleven, verse five. The Bible says this whole world is coming to an end. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is. Lord, I am with you. Even unto the end of the age. He's telling you that it has an expiry date. This space, this age has an expiry date. And it's closer than we think. It's closer than we realize. Jesus gave us signs. They asked him, how shall we know? He told them, first, See that you are not deceived. Anyways. Okay. I said Hebrews 11, verse 5. If if you listen, if you listen to the podcast on, on faith is the best way to live. I said something. I said, w- what we don't understand is that how Satan destroys the capacity for us to believe in God. is He does it systematically. It, it's, not, it's not a, a puzzle thing that he just stumbled on. No, it, it, it's a systematic thing. It's a systematic thing. He, he, he starts, he, 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 he brings questions. This whole world, you see, this whole world questions God. Everything in this world questions how God operates. And they say, no, no, listen to your mathematicians. Listen, listen to your scientists. They, they know better. They know better than your God. They know better than God of your Bible. The, even the Bible has. Co- uh, 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 un- inco- uh, let me breathe. Even the Bible is incoherent. Don't listen. Be very skeptical. Go to Genesis. You realize how much you don't believe in God. You, you realize how much your faith in God has been corrupted. It says in the beginning, God created. God created. God, not Big Bang, God Look at, the, look at your books now. There's no book, scientific book. There's no scientific book today that, that acknowledges that this world, this universe is a creation of God. They would rather have you believe that an accident happened. No, you believed it. And you probably still do. In the beginning, God created. So, who is who is who is the subject of creation? So they knew they had to take him out of the equation. Billions and billions and billions of years ago. They were not there billions and billions and billions of years ago. So they can't accept. Why? Because... Their goal is to remove God in the equation. It's systematic. That's why when you come you come into, into the faith life with a lot of issues, a lot of problems that you can't, you can't even begin to, you know, navigate around. Because they messed you up. In the beginning, God created the heavens. You read what the word "earth" means—land mess. That's what the Bible says. The earth is the earth is a land mess. Is a what? Land mess. The earth is a what? Land mess. The earth is a. Land mess. What's a land mess? What's land mess? What's land mess? So, to, 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 to even... Uh, uh, you, see, you must understand, Satan is intelligent. Listen, Satan is not stupid. What you are reading in science is not the work of foolish men. It's the, it's the work of, of wicked but in, intelligent work. they say no now they are planets. Why to compensate for their for their Earth theory they are planets planets Wow. And all these planets, they're all circulate. Listen, what came first? The sun or the earth? What came first? The sun or the earth? So is, is the sun peripheral to the earth or the earth peripheral to the sun? Who is the boss? The sun or the earth? Does the sun exist for the earth or the earth for the sun? So how can the sun be at the center of they say the Milky Way, the solar system. No, it's what we are learning every day in school. It's what our children are learning every single day. You even buy you even buy your, your children those those solar system things. <laughs> and everything, if ev- listen, Every single thing in all those textbooks, they disagree with verse 1. Not every, we haven't, verse 1, God created. God created. No, God can't create. God can't create. Because the absence of a supreme intelligent being that is the originator of everything gives men license to become their own gods. That's why the Bible says they did not retain the knowledge of God in themselves. So they they what? They exchanged the truth for a lie. So you come into Christianity and you hear that the universe came from a big bag. Your whole prayer life is disrupted. Because now you you have to start, you, you start thinking... So you pray, you are in, you pray, but you really don't believe, because subconsciously there's a resisting knowledge against what you are doing. That's why we don't pray as much as we should pray. That's why we are no, we are met. there is this. you see it's it's drilled into you. I'm going around the world. Yet Satan, when God asked him, where do you come from? He says, from going to and fro, not around. <laughs> Satan, Satan answers God. He says, I, from going to and fro, not around. <laughs> Satan can lie to God. He can lie to us, but to God he can't lie. So he tell them around the world. <laughs> tell them, around the world. Around the, around the world. These are, you see these little things. These, they, they disrupt your faith. They hinder it severely. I said, the earth is a land. It's on top of water. The the, the earth is Peter. Peter. Because when you fight this knowledge, you are fighting the word. You are fighting, you don't know, you are siding against the world. The word. Yeah, no, prove it. No, this thing is faith, Baba. I don't need to prove anything. This thing is faith. Listen, when God created man, the Bible says, with the heart, man believes. So the capacity to believe comes in from the heart of man. You understand? With belief, you don't have to see something. Nothing in the material world has to change to convince you. Because belief or faith is independent from the material existence. Faith is not what, listen, faith, faith. you, you don't need anything in, in around you to change for you to have faith. It's independent of the material world. That's belief. That's why I say it's in the heart. Ta- touch, let's touch salvation. Let's touch salvation. Let's touch it. Show me. You can't. So because they are scientific, they're like, no, we don't care about your scientific. We are we are offspring of the word. We believe. <laughs> uh. When there were no boats to to take Jesus from one place to another, he walked on water. Why did he do that? Jesus is the first person to hold revival without any instruments. Desert, full, full, choker block, overflow. No instrument. He relied on the winds to care. You see, along the way, Christianity has lost, has lost. Has lost its 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 core, its reality. Because it's they messed us up. The world has messed us up. I I, I said Peter, I think it's Second Peter, come. I think it's Second Peter chapter 3. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm mistaken, sorry. Second Peter chapter 3. Yeah, I don't like acting like I know everything. I know everything. I'm not God. So there's no use me trying. Yeah, I want to please the people. No, ain't hell no. You probably don't know as much as I know. Why must I please you? Hell no, hell no. Don't walk that way. <laughs> Verse 5, chapter 3. So I don't care. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 5, we there? For this, they willingly are ignorant of. Willingly. They are ignorant. They, they, they put this aside. They're willingly ignorant of that by the word. La <laughs> patakaya. See, my brothers and my sisters. There are things in life that are fundamentals. Core convictions you must have. W- what I'm sharing with you, I'm trying to show you the, the pockets in your consciousness, in your subconscious that have been blown wide open, destroyed. And those pockets are really the thing that are hindering, they are their strongholds, that are hindering you from living the faith walk, from living the faith life. And it is all tied to what? The world. If you learn from the world, you can't learn from God. Because God and the world operate on two different planes. I I I there was a time where God changed. How I walk now, repose it. Follow follow the scientists. i paused. We'll take this back again in the new millennium. But Christianity is made is made it seem like God has taken a break, that God is on recess. For this they willingly are ignorant of that by the word of God, that by the, not not by some big bang thing, by the. So let's just say you are in a university class or in a classroom eh? and uh, the professor says, I got a question for you. How did the universe come to be? Be honest, what will you say? Based on our studies, how did the universe come to be? What will you say? Will you say, "Sir, by the word," <laughs> or in your exam, "By the word they came to be." Would you write that? Why? Because you don't want to fail. So you have allowed the world to to do what to conform you because you don't want to fail. Because you don't want to miss this grade, no. The word that I bought, like in poor shirt the other day, he was wearing here. Remember, that. <laughs> I mean, if you wear that shirt, that means there's something wrong. No, 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 no. Relax. There's something wrong. There's something wrong with what you believe. Because if, if you can have the confidence to answer Jesus, to answer the name of Jesus, and wear something like that, to market the world, to market Charles Darwin like that, something's wrong. It's, and it's not in poor Lord. You do it all the time. You do it all the time. It's, it's, not, it's no different from wearing a shirt of evolution from ape to man. When on earth, when on earth, when on earth have, have animals morphed into human species? Because if human beings have morphed, that means there should be no semblance of apes. There should be no apes, no monkey species now if evolution truly is. But that's a thing they develop for slaves. To remind them that the reason why you are like this you have not grown in the evolutionary process. It says they, they, they willfully are ignorant of If a man paints his nails, would that look weird? Why? Is it for women? If I come here with my nails painted, what would be wrong with it? Would, would there be something wrong? Oh, okay, tell me what's wrong. Why is it wrong for me and not wrong for you? All of you are quiet now. Is <laughs> what you were taught. But you also taught that women are not supposed to wear pants. were also taught that women are not supposed to wear pants. Why are they wearing pants? So why is it wrong if I come with my nails painted? And it's not wrong for you. But you can wear pants and it's right. Ah, Pastor, give fashion. It's exactly what it is. And it's exactly what you are doing. Kingy. Kifesh, you are right. What's the Greek word again? Siskama? Kifeshi. And you are right. Why are you wearing other people's hair? What's wrong with yours? What's wrong with yours? Why are you wearing beast's hair, animal hair? What's wrong with yours? What's wrong with yours? Are you not artificial? Yeah? Is that not artificial? So, what are you doing with synthetic K? Give A? Give You are right. And that's exactly what you are doing. It's, it's the sin complex. Sin covers everything. Sin likes to hide. So any way sin can hide itself, it will hide, it will try to cover itself. Your hair is not growing. Why? Who created your hair? Is it not God? Why don't you ask him to lengthen it if that's the case? <laughs> I told you what they have done to you. And you don't see it. They have messed you up. You, you are messed up. Is it, is it not God who, who put hair on you? So if it's not enough... Why don't you ask the same person who gave it to you? Because you don't believe there's a God. So you know you do what? You know what you do? You take a beast, an animal's hair. You put it on your head. Why? So that they can say I'm beautiful. You're not beautiful. And then again, what a fashion. But it's too far away now from from where from where I I want to be. Dead people's hair. Animals' hair. You see, I'm telling you like this, Lord, so more, and you're still gonna buy. It's it's how much the you see Satan doesn't need to live inside of you for him to have you. That oh the devil yes he's a lie he, he he lied on you, he duped you. I just ask you a simple question, if I paint my nails, is it wrong? You say yes. Why is it right for you? Who made it right? Who made it right for you to paint your nails and not me? Who made it right? And what are you trying to hide from your nails? are do my nails. Kun bana la mo ngari gidi Dracula. O God gave you nails, not claws. And the nails you are going to do as how baw plakile ona. Baw plakile, ka Let's all do it. Simple, let's all do it. But why? Who taught the woman to do that? No, who taught the woman to do that? If it's the world, if it's the world and not God, then what they are doing is satanic in nature. Because I said, whatever is of the devil is what is in the world. If it's the world that taught you to do that, that means you have adopted a satanic practice. But no, we can't talk about it because, no, it's what's been done in the world. It's accepted in the world. The Bible says the things that are praised among men are an abomination to God. No, these are the simple (laughs) things. to round this off now. So we can't leave, we can't leave the way God intended to be because we have, we have adopted ways and systems. We don't even know. We just grew up, no, you must do this. It makes you look beautiful. So what you are saying is that the thing that God gave you is not enough. If you find fault, God said to Moses, who, "Who creates the eyes to see, the mouth to speak, the ear to hear?" Moses, Moses was saying, no no, "No, no, no, I'm dumb. Send someone else. I can't speak." God, I mean, you are talking to God and you are telling him that no, you are you are, start, you are a stutter. If you are talking to God, the one who formed them, and you are telling him that. He was messed up see his his problem what he thought was his problem almost destroyed his entire destiny in fact it it, it manipulated it because it was not God's intention that Aaron become a, a a you see God I don't know if I should tell you this when 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 God called Moses Moses was supposed to be the embodiment of of Christ, the, the the king priest was supposed to be in Moses, but he did what he took the priesthood to Aaron and he kept whatever dimension of operation he kept, but it was supposed to be him. It was supp- Moses was not called a prophet. Moses was not called a priest, but when when Aaron needed something, he went to Moses. So he was something greater than that, he was called a man of God. But his destiny was split because he tried to negotiate himself out of the will of God. After God said, "Okay, this one will be a prophet; you'll, be a, you, you'll speak, you'll speak through him," he failed, so he couldn't exemplify Christ, the embodiment of kingdom and priesthood. So God split it. Why? He was messed up by the world. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to what I said. I didn't say to you that painting your nails is wrong. All I said to you was that thing is a standard, is a fashion in the world. What you make of it, it's, it's, it's your own conviction. But that thing is destroying your faith. If you feel more beautiful with added on what add-ons, there's something wrong internally with you. That means the spirit is not doing his ministry in your life. The nails are doing a ministry better than the spirit. Add-ons. Again, I, I want bigger lashes. Who told you that was beautiful? It's no, get just, just standard. You see, everything about you is, is defined by the world. Okay, by the way, let me just give you a Bible. Let me just give you a Bible verse. First, go to 2nd Kings, my boy. Mike, it's heavy for you. <laughs> I always knew that. <laughs> I, I want you to read it for me, alright? Uh, I want you to read Second Kings for me. I want you to read Second Kings for me, verse number. Second Kings chapter nine, verse thirty. Everybody, can go there. Yeah, now, this is the only time, the, f- the, not the, the first time this thing is mentioned. You see, in the Bible, there's what we call the law of first mention. Ne? Here's how the law of first mention, law of first mention w- operates, right? Every time something is mentioned the first time, that thing becomes a reference to out. For instance, for instance, before the flood, there was never rain on earth. No flood on earth. Right? But the first time it rained, it flooded. Right? And the flood resulted in the destruction of humanity. So that's the law first mentioned. So every time in the Bible, if every time in the Bible you read about a flood, or in life, in experience, you see a flood. You refer it back to the law first mentioned. It's never something good. So the flood was was uh, a sign for judgment. So every time you see flood, you always link it to what the law, because of the law first mentioned. You understand? That's why every principle in the Bible can be found in Genesis. Genesis is not in the Old Testament; it's pre. It's before. Old Testament begins. With the confirmation and consecration of the law. Anything before that is pre. We call it antediluvian. So so when you read that. It's the law first mentioned. So anything in history will always be referenced to that. So anything good, anything bad. Must always have reference. Are you following me? That's why Abraham is the reference for faith. For all generations. Yet. Enoch walked by faith. Yet, uh, Abel did what he did by faith. Why is Abraham the first reference? It's because it was with Abraham that belief was established. Anyway, that's for another day, right? So, this is the first time that this something like this is represented in the Bible. Okay? Read, read for me. Chapter 9, verse 32nd Kings. Yeah? Jezebel. Jezebel, Wait. Jezebel heard of it. Jezebel. Heard. Who? Do you know who Jezebel is? Who's Jezebel? If you know. Tell me. Jezebel was the high priestess of Baal and Ashtaroth. His parents were priests. To Ashtaroth and to Baal. So really, it's symbolically, Jezebel is the daughter of Baal and Ashtaroth. <laughs> M- many of us don't understand this. The Bible says that the okay, naturally, a man like Elijah, ne? a man like Elijah, do you think he would be scared off by a A messenger. So, was it really a messenger that scared Elijah, that made him run away? What was it? It was witchcraft. The message did not come through a man. It was projected by Jezebel. Okay, let me show you. You see, that's why Jezebel is the is the strongest spirit against prophets, because the number the num, here's the thing: the number one enemy of the prophetic is witchcraft. That's why in the in the Bible, the Bible says Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, has caused my servants to commit sexual immorality. If 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 Satan wants to destroy a prophet, he sends Jezebel. He doesn't send a messenger. I'll show you now. Let me show you. Just keep that. Ne? Just keep that. So, you know why? I want to strengthen what I want to say to you. I want to strengthen what I want to say to you. First uh, Kings. Ne? Is it First Kings? First Kings. Uh, chapter number nineteen. First Kings, chapter nineteen. Are we there? Are we there? Now, and Abraham told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. And with all how he had slain all the prophets with a sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah. Again, again. Saying, so let the gods do to me also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by the morrow about that time. Notice, verse 3. And when Elijah saw that, he didn't say, and when Elijah heard it. said, and Eli- when Elijah saw that. So the communication was done in the spirit. It was not something that was done by a person. Whatever the messenger was, was not a person. Because the Bible says, when Elijah saw that, he arose and ran for his life. It's witchcraft. It's witchcraft. That's that's what disarmed him. Since when he saw them. So, Jezebel wasn't just some weak thing. The Bible says all those prophets were her prophets. They ate at Jezebel's table. She was the high priestess. That's why she could have the boldness to confront. I mean... After, after hearing that a man just destroyed 850 of your prophets, you as the, as the boss should be scared. Why wasn't Jezebel scared? She sent out a threat. She said, so the gods do to me if I don't do. It was, a, it was a spiritual thing. So Elijah saw it. Wherever he was, he saw it. The Bible says he went for his life, his witchcraft. That's the power of Jezebel. The power of Baal the power of strength these are these are these are these are these are di- 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 diadons these are these are mega these are kings in the diabolical kingdom and she was a daughter she was an offspring it's Jezebel go read yeah yeah wait she did what when she heard that jehu was in the facility what did jezebel do what she what did she do wait what did she do what did she do what did, do? What did jezebel do What did Jezebel do? What's the modern day uh, word for that? Wow. She painted her face. Yeah? She painted her face and did what? Yeah? 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 Don't continue. She thought, she thought she would say, Jew. she knew who Jehu was. She knew Jehu was a problem. She knew who Jehu was. Jehu was was said to be king. So she knew clearly who Jehu. And Jehu is the one that God replaced. Oh, God. Jehu is part of the replacement package of Elijah. So, Jay was on assignment to kill Jezebel. So, she painted her face before meeting him. Why? Because she thought that she would what? Seduce him. So, the painting of the face, the origin of its thing was for what? For seduction purposes. You don't know. It was for seduction purposes. to seduce I said the law first mentioned you can go anywhere in the bible wherever you will find this it was never used in the right way hey Jezebel Jezebel paints God people anoint their face Jesus says anoint your face don't paint your face anoint it That's what the Bible says. Jesus says, when you anoint your face, anoint it. In other words, it must be shiny, not painted. And that's why the Bible used oil oil for beautification, not paint. Okay, it looks like you don't believe me. Ne? I will show you. Now, this is, this is a story. Ne? Let me show you God. God. Read Jeremiah quickly. Jeremiah 4 verse 3. Jeremiah 4 verse, verse 8. Yeah. Jeremiah 4 verse 8. This is God through prophets. I want to show you how this thing was used. And where it comes from. If listen, Jezebel. Jezebel. So this is a Jezebelic operation. Or Jezebelic tendency. Do you love yourself? What they thought? You understand? beg has done we done do you love yourself yeah? when do you feel good after or before what we are talking about when do you feel good be honest don't lie here when do you feel good more good when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like before before or after? I can assure you, 90% is after. Because they didn't feel good about themselves enough. So they must put something on their face to hide who they are. It's sinning, this thing. <laughs> I'm closing here, ne? the thing I'm talking about here is faith and the will of God. Yeah, pastor, how listen, listen, listen. If if you feel that you have to put something on to feel good or to feel beautiful, that means you don't have you don't, inside, you are not beautiful. That's why the Bible says, Let it not be the adorning of the outward man, but of the inward man of the heart. Puff, you giving for makeup, boy. That's, that's powerful, boy. God, God, let's, 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 God. And when you, are planted, when, when you are, and when you are, now this is the condition of these people, right? Read. What will you do? What will you do? Though, you <laughs> Though you close yourself with crimson, Chris, not crimson. It's not a G, it's a C. Crimson. <laughs> Though you close yourself with crimson. Crimson is what? Yeah? Yeah? Read, boy. Though you, adorn with of gold. though you adorn yourself with ornaments of gold, this is God. And when they are planted, this is what they will do. Yeah? And though you do what? <laughs> so God knew that this was a tradition, but He knew its use also, that it was used for wrong purposes. Read. In vain you will make yourself fair. In vain you will make yourself beautiful. Yeah? Your lovers will despise you. They will so why were they doing what they were doing for their lovers? <laughs> for their and what were they committing? Because they're already in they will be thrown to God. God is talking to people who are married. These are people who are married and they have lovers. They have lovers. And what are they doing for the lovers? They are painting their face. Wearing crimson. It's a sign when your woman is cheating on you. She starts to look beautiful. Every day hearts. No, only let lava outside. God said it. It wasn't me. God said it. The beauty of a woman, the beauty of a woman is only meant for the eyes of her betrothed. So when you want to look beautiful for the world, tell me, what's going on in your psyche? Love. So, all these small things, they are fashion. They are Are they right? The Bible says, let it not be the adorning of the outward man. In other words, he's saying to the woman, prioritize inward development. Because love, self-love, beauty comes from the inside. Listen, people who use makeup a lot, they have issues, internal issues. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it, it's something chronic. It, it's pointing inside. Most of them, they don't see themselves beautiful. Most of them, maybe when they were young or in their social circle, they've been told something. You don't need makeup, you don't need anything artificial to enhance beauty. That's seduction. How to enter the pets. It's not for beauty, ni. Nee? It's for seduction. Finally, brethren, do not be conformed to this. Do not be conformed to this. To this. But be transformed. In other words, whatever the world is doing, question it and go the opposite direction. I will will close with this, my, my, my brothers and my sisters. Doesn't matter whether it's in, in the educational framework, career framework, or domestic framework, anything, anything that has the semblance, the semblance of adaptation to this world in your life. If you see the Bible says the Bible says all things are what? All things are permissible. But not all things are lawful. Then it says all things are permissible, but not all things are what? Are 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 edifying to me. In Christ you have liberty. You see, I'm not teaching you this to constrain your liberties. In Christ you have liberties, but the Bible says use your liberties. Not to entangle yourself again to bondage. The liberties that God has given you is to liber- give give you expression in the kingdom. Give you expression in the kingdom. If 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 you wear, paint your nails, do things on your hair, if you do it, do it. With liberty, with a free conscience. I assure you, you see, I assure you, I assure you, many people, many people, especially ladies, many people, they have a complex, an inferior complex. So they try as much as possible to look beautiful or to be told they are beautiful. It, it's trying to fill a void. Most of them do what they are doing to fill up there's a void inside. I'm, uh. See, God, go to a mountain or go to a quiet place, sit down. Udmara pumla, ubab, uban wena. Why yenza lesinto zenza? Ask yourself questions. Babang balona lidikiti. You know kit ka libitso ukekna o and you are aware more kwena mara you don't know yourself. So you end up falling into Jezebelic traps. Wearing seductively. What's a, is there a difference between a dress this size and a dress this size? Is there a difference between a dress this size and a dress this size? So why would, what would make you go for a dress this size? If there's a difference. Is, is there a difference? What's the difference? Imagine the, the length of a dress. 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 <laughs> Ima- the length of a dress. Can change an entire framework, an entire the length. It's called what the things that are in the world, the lust of the flesh, the the length of a dress, Papa, or the the opening, the opening, the slit. Can invoke some things. (laughs) The Bible says flee from every appearance of evil. (laughs) So pastor, must we now wear long dresses? I'm asking you a question. Are you a sadacterist or are you a woman? And when you are open, who are you opening for? Because you are definitely not opening for yourself. It's not for fresh air purposes. No, now I love you, so I'll help you. And we are trying to look at things in the world that have been established to cause us to, or to cause our faith to be nullified, to depower our faith. The Bible says, and they were both naked and not ashamed. So, this desire to clothe yourself with the best is not natural. You are trying to hide something. You see, we, it's easy to pickpocket certain internal things that are going on in a person. Hallelujah. So I'm asking you again, and I'll leave it there. No ratwal. How bula obulela? How 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 shorten? O shorten na <laughs> 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 if if ang gakta de. Who swathed, unbarshile, who anointed? There's no amount of makeup as against the beauty of You will never be enough. Othalo social to mundo, say honeymoon face, say 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 ne bedding, mahe. Othiha baby, let me let me just you know, let me just be free. Mo, othi mundo free atiga. In one of my what what? My one who telling me to hurry, At babes, let me just. My who do I'm just going to the bathroom. I have bathroom R R R R R. Two different colors. <laughs> Will a bathroom, ali Caucasian. Omo, omo go bedroom, ali, yeah, ali like, yeah. Sun bed. Okay.